headphones I am. Oh, the headphones are great. <laughs> <laughs> I always go by the by the the uh, waves. Like, how, how big is my waves? That I always turn it up. Yeah. Right, everybody, this is the Georgia Songbirds, and we are here with Christopher Wilson with Picks and Sticks Studio. Introduce yourself, Chris. Hey, I'm Chris with Picks and Sticks Music Studio, and we're an all things music channel, and we like to support our local artists and bands. And um, yeah, I love music, and um, I'm a little bit of a, a poser, but I love music, so I try to share it as best I can. Now, I seen you do like a YouTube thing, right, mainly for yours? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, how do you go about picking everybody? Um, just you know, over the last couple of years of Instagram, just um, finding more more bands and um, you know, uh, Jackson Heaton with uh, Rock One Hundred Point Five does like a homebrew thing. Okay. And it's like every week he picks a local band and they play their music at like eight thirty. So I picked up a lot of bands from just following that as well. Okay. And um, and then I've had people contact me wanting interviews, which is great. That's the best way because those always tend to turn out a little bit better because they're more excited about it, I think. <laughs> um, but I just, you know, pretty much, I, it's not cold call, I guess, you know, yeah. uh, just message people and say, hey, you want to do an interview? Uh, you know, this is what I'm about and stuff like that. And Yeah. So. That's how I do here. I mean, I get a lot of people that reach out to me, but uh, because I do so much different things, I tell them, I was like, if, if you reach out to me, I'll, I'll respond and we'll set it up. But my schedule, because... We both, you know, I've, you got kids. I've got kids. I got twins. It's it's weird. So I'm when I'm trying to play out with my band, or I'm trying to do songwriter stuff, or the kids take up all the time. I said I can get you in on certain days, and a lot of times I have to do Zoom. Do you do like in in houses? It's all just YouTube kind of like conference calls. Yeah, it's like conference calls. I use Streamyard, um, okay. so I bring them in through that, and there's a live uh, chat when we do it because it's always live. And so that's the best. That's the part I like the best is when we get a lot of interaction mm -hmm. um, with their fans and, okay. and you know and my fans as well. And we get a lot of questions in and you know, so I'll do like um, outline with maybe fifteen twenty questions. But as we get them in through the live chat, you know, you know, it keeps uh, having the interview go forward and. That's a lot of fun. That's the best part I love. I just love that part of it. You'll have to show me how to use that because here the problem I get is my internet is so bad. That's I mean, when I say bad, I mean I mean bad. I get ten megs if I'm lucky. Right. So what a lot of times I do is I, as my phone is I'll use it as like a hotspot, and that way I can upload stuff faster and, and get it in there. But I would love to do like a um, online thing like that where it's live where people can ask questions because here I've got questions that I ask and we always kind of lead to different things anyway but that would be something because the, they want to know I mean that's kind of the next step I would love to take you have to teach me how to do that yeah definitely and maybe we can uh, get you on mine and absolutely. we can do that and you can get a feel for it and stuff absolutely um, it, I'd yeah. love to and StreamYard it's it's a good program it's um they have a free version okay. if you want to put it with their little uh, add on it and stuff. It's like a little duck. Um, I have the hundred dollar version a year and okay. it's where you can send it out to multiple platforms mm -hmm. and, um, you can have, I think up to 10 people on there. There's like all different things you can do. There's, there's all the way up to like a, like a $50 a month version, Okay, which, you know, I think it's like 1080 where my version's like seven, um, 720. I don't know if mine would get that here, <laughs> honestly. But um, one thing you could look into is uh, Starlink. 
they're they're starting to roll that out pretty quickly and it's a really hot i think it's 100 megs yeah it, it is the, the problem is it's just not here yet yeah and my, my wife calls it skynet jesus <laughs> when i get in skynet i said sweetheart you got smartphones you got smart tvs skynet's already here <laughs> I love that movie, by the way. I do, too. Everybody, know, everybody should know what we're talking about. It's Terminator. I don't know which one. All of them it's got in it. But yeah. she goes, I'm not. Her car, she's got a, a Volkswagen. And it's a, I call it a smart car because it's got all the, the features and stuff. you know. And it's I think it got hijacked because or hacked because everything just started going crazy. She would, like, stop and everything. The doors were locked and unlocked. The car would go in the park. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And see? No, thank you. Give me the old car. I can roll the windows down. And Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Now, how long have you been doing the the stuff for the uh, the bands? Um, your Picks and Stick Studios. I think over two years, maybe. Okay, so hasn't been that long. Um, so how we got started was I have a little music room, and I decided let's gut this thing and make it nice. And I got my boys involved, and we started doing videos on it. Well, we completely gutted it, and it's still completely gutted. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mine's a lot worse than this. So, um, so now I'm outside the studio in the basement, but we've been making the basement really nice and stuff. So I kind of lost my little spot where now everybody has to be quiet in the house when I'm doing my podcast and stuff like that. But we're going to get that rolling here. Um, hopefully soon and get that going. So I, I got started doing that and I was, I just wanted to document it on YouTube Mm -hmm. just to have it in the future for my boys. It's kind of like, you know, archives. Right. Right. And, um, that'd be fun to do with them. And then one of my best friends, Scott Reeves with the scout Reeves band, he's like kind of got me to do a little bit more stuff. And he, so I, my first interview was him. Okay. So we did an interview with him and then, and then, uh, we, it just started, the ball just started rolling from there. It's funny how that happens, right? So you get one person and they tell one person and all of a sudden you got people like, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Come on. I don't know who you are. I tell the same people. Come on. I don't care. Yeah. I've had all kinds of genres on here. I mean, do you stick to like bands, like rock bands or? So I lean rock bands, but I mean, I've had, you know, country and I've had pop. Um, so I'm not shy to anybody. I mean, I'll do classical. I don't care. If you want to talk music, I love music and let's talk music. So, yeah. And you've um, come to the right place on this show because I, lo- I same thing. I love music. Yeah. And I think we've, we've had a couple of the same artists too. Like I had Sarah Faith and, oh, yeah. and um, Elliot Prather. And I think there's a couple others that, yeah. um, Allie, Allie, Allie Bay. Yeah. 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 They're Allie's funny. Yeah. They're all Sarah. I actually, I met in uh, Nashville. I was playing at a, a TSAI, um, open mic kind of thing where they were getting to meet new people. And I told her, so I just said, come on a show. So she just recently sung at the, um, was it the, it was one of the basketball the, games, right? The football, it was, was, I think it was Alabama. I think it was when Alabama took on Cincinnati. That's right. She did the that. national yeah. anthem. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I was like, hey, I know her. She, I, I texted her after. I was like, I know you. Yeah. She thought it was so cool. That was that was amazing to, to hear that. Did you, um, she had one of her really good friends, Stephanie Ryan. Have you interviewed her yet? I haven't interviewed, interviewed Stephanie, but I she's been on the countdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've talked to her back and forth, and I mentioned something to her, but it, again, it's... So I'm like, yeah, we can do it. Let's do it. And then we'll figure out dates. And then we both get busy and don't yeah. think anything else about yeah, she's it. She's awesome, though. She's really down to earth and really talented. So. I have to reach out to her because she is really, really good. Yeah. Like, she she does a, the countdown. I know you do the, the, I do the weekly countdown. Mm-hmm. And I always, anybody that comes on the show now, I'm sorry to tell them, like, look, send me somebody. You know, there's so many people out there. And I'm, and you know this, I'm not going to hear everybody. 
I'm looking, but there's it's kind of there's too many. Oh yeah, definitely. And I want to hear it. And then people call you like, oh, I got a new album. Can we listen to it? Like, sure, come on, because I do the album reviews too. And we'll sit here and listen to the songs and and we'll tell the stories behind it because that's what I want to hear the stories. I don't I don't really care about my opinion on it because it's my opinion. What does it matter? But I want to hear the the stories behind each song. Right. Is that kind of what you do with, with yours too? A little bit, yeah. I mean, I'll ask them about the song they're about to play. Like sometimes we'll do live. It it's hard to do live um, music because it so much depends on their connection. Yes. And I'll get some that are just unbelievable. Like um, yeah, I've had some that are just like studio quality almost. I mean, they're just perfect. And then I've had some that are just like. Mm-hmm. Oh, that didn't work at all. <laughs> but, you know, people understand that it's live and, you know, it's... They should understand. Yeah. <laughs> well, for yours, it's live. Even on mine, I've had the, the, the weirdest place. I had somebody interview. Like, I, I said, yeah, let's do an interview. Okay. And they called me in. They were at a bookstore sitting outside, middle traffic, noise and everything going in the background. The connection was body. I was like, oh, my God. What's the... What's the, what's the you ain't got to name the name, but what's kind of the, the worst interview for that reason. I mean, cause did they have like the weirdest spot where they were sitting instead of, I haven't had any train wrecks. Um, I've had, Oh, I've had more than two. One of them never aired. I couldn't. So they were oh, sitting yeah. in a car and he, he was, he was a nice guy, but he, he didn't speak English very well. And so he would talk and he'd smile and it would cut out and I couldn't hear it. It was such a lag. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've had ones where like we came on late a little bit cause when everybody's like in separate locations, like I'll do a band and like, it'll be a five piece band. They're all five in different locations, Mm -hmm. different connections. And like, I'll have four great connections. And then one of them is like, just not working. And then I'll be like, just go to your phone, use your phone. Phone's always like the fail safe. It always works. And so he just did the interview through his phone and, you know, it was, but we had to, we ended up being late because we couldn't figure it out. Right. And you know, it's like, I'm talking about like five minutes or something, you know, but um, and then I've had one interview where a guy was like, like you said, he was outside like a store or something and you could just hear the traffic and stuff. And then he like moved to like, I think he's in Marietta square. And then he went like into the middle of the square and then he was fine for a minute. Then there's more noise. And then I was like, dude, can you move again? And finally he got situated with like a perfect spot before we started live. But yeah, cause I always have him come on about 20 minutes before. Yeah. Um, turn my phone down so it doesn't go off. Yeah. I can feel my phone vibrating in my pocket. Um, but yeah, so I haven't had too many bad ones. So for the most part it's not, but I mean, I know that I don't think sometimes they don't think about it because like I said, do you do when you, I know you do videos and it's live. Do you turn it to like a podcast too? So like you release the audio later? No, No. I mean, it's just always a lot. It's on YouTube and live, but I've had some artists request the, um, the video mm-hmm. and um i think maddie anderson she asked for the the video so i sent it to her and like you know i didn't my it didn't do really well on mine you know it's like in the hundreds or something views yeah. and then she put it on hers and it's like almost two thousand views now right so it worked out for me because i'm getting recognition on hers and any artists that are listening to this um that that's something that you should do is share because i mean we have so, so we have a reach, but you got your reach with your fans too. Right. So that's how you how you grow everything. That's why I'm doing the competition, you know, the Georgia versus Kentucky. They got to share it. That's how it works. That's the only way to promote yourself is to share it. And like you said, I could get so many, but yeah, they're going to probably get more. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm all about. I do. So what I do on Instagram is every week I have my pick, mm-hmm. and um, I'll pick one local band. And I try to do it based on what was released that week. Okay. So I'll pick my favorite of that week, and it's hard because you know I'll have all four of them will be like like you know what flip a coin you know right. like so but that's what I try to do. When I first started out, I didn't have a lot of bands to uh, pull from, so I was always just pulling some of their older music stuff but now yeah. every week like this week there was like eight or nine people that released music this week that local so it's like and that that's i'll do like a little um i do like a little playlist for this week and okay. i put all of them on there and then spotify will automatically populate like four of them on their like little thumbnail oh yeah and i'll grab that and i'll send that out like oh here's you know four local releases well this week was nine of them mm-hmm so I had to like do it twice. <laughs> <laughs> what I had to end up doing on that is that Spotify, because that's what I ask how you how you send it out is you can change that thumbnail and yeah, I, like for the countdown I leave it for the fours, the top fours, and that's yeah. what they put in. Uh, but for like the the volumes, because I do like multiple volumes, it's like a hundred songs in there. How you gonna do that? I got make yeah. a, I just made a little generic thing on Canva, which I love. Canva is like the best thing you can use because it's free. Yeah, you I know, use that. There's so much stuff with the free stuff you ain't got to pay for it. But Canva, if you want to sponsor me, I'll buy the other stuff <laughs> <laughs> and put it on there and let it go out. That's what I like to do. Yeah. I, I was going to ask, how do you pick yours? I mean, how do you look for the the releases? You just know the bands, or so what I do is, you know, through Instagram, I, you know, find the bands and start following them, okay. and then I then I go to Spotify and try to find them on Spotify and I follow them there. Okay. Well, if you do release radar, okay, every week it puts all the local artists in huh. there. I mean, you know, I'm sure I'm missing a couple here and there. It Dang might it. not be putting them in there because it'll put, you know, like Foo Fighters and stuff like that in there, right? Because I, I like Foo Fighters and obviously I'm probably <laughs> following them. Um, but then all of a sudden they'll be like local and you just have to go through and you, uh, obviously now I'm like, you know, in the hundreds and hundreds of bands and stuff that I'm tr- following. So I don't remember everybody's name. So, oh, yeah. so that's a little bit tougher. So I just click on them and like if they have a million followers, then or, or, you know, million plays on their song, then probably it's not a local person. You know, right. That I <laughs> now, do you get to get out and like listen to any of the local bands play? I've been trying. It's really tough because I got two kids playing baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, one plays the travel level, and he just made his high school JV team as a freshman. Oh, wow. Congratulations. So now we have, thanks. And we, so we have that going on. And um, yeah, so it's tough to get out. I tried to, and I got to, you know, probably about 10 bands I really, really enjoy and mm-hmm. I'm close to um, or getting close to. And so I try to go to their shows and stuff. And I'll, I'll send, I'll try to send them their way because there's bands. So you'd like more local. But like I said, I have a, now before I started, it was, I had no problem. Local, local, local. I got, that's what I went. Cause I, I did co calls and I know I'm playing out now. Cause I got people reaching out from the UK. I just did an interview with uh, James Reed in oh, the nice. UK. Um, and then there's the guy from Kentucky, Hillbilly Jed. The band Hillbilly Jed, I just did theirs. That's coming out in a couple of weeks, and I, I still this is still my favorite. I love doing the live interviews because we can sit here and talk, and we can you play your music, and it this is a little different. You play right because you do play some music. Like I said, I, I I consider myself a poser. I've been playing for twenty five something years mm-hmm. or something since eighth grade, <laughs> but you know I'm not like stellar or anything. I mean I I can get around on the guitar, but. And we're going to hear that here in a few minutes. Oh, we're no. Like, we're like to play so. <laughs> but that just shows, like, 
I think some of the, the best people to promote your music just love it. I've loved it since I was a kid. I mean, I don't remember it, but I've been told the story of me dancing at the Grand Ole Opry when I was three, you know. And then what I first remember music is going to see like uh, Lanier Land when they had the shows. I don't know if they have them anymore, but I would go listen to like Charlie Daniels. That's the first concert I remember seeing was Charlie Daniels up on stage taking his fiddle and playing it till it started smoking. I don't, cause I don't go very often to concerts. I'm just not, it's loud and I'm getting older. So it's like, oh, it's kind of loud. I'm going to listen to you on the radio. <laughs> so my parents never really like took me to concerts and stuff. They, they, you know, my mom was, she would, she danced and sang and stuff like that. Um, when she was a kid, but okay. like they just really didn't go to concerts. I don't think we ever went to one. So, um, I think my first concert was, uh, was it Living Color or In Living Color? They're the rock band. Oh, oh yeah, I remember. That. Okay. Um, I saw them in eighth grade at the band shell at UF, a free concert. <laughs> so that was my first concert experience. And then, you know, my wife loves loves going. So, you know, since you know, I've been with her since high school. We we started going to concerts and stuff. Okay. But. I tried to go to Britney Spears in Vegas, but she was because my birthday was my 40th birthday was four years ago. So I'm about to be 44 in June. And so I wanted to go see Britney. I was like, I don't care. I'm 40. I'm going to see Britney <laughs> in Vegas. Why not? And she was on vacation. then, so I was like, crap. So I didn't get to see the Vegas concert because I know the bigger ones are, are pretty cool. But I, I remember, like I said, we went to like the Charlie Daniels. The only one I remember paying for. Otherwise, we would stay outside in the camper and we'd sit on the roof and just listen to him play. Because you hear the band from from there. You just park the camper there and listen. That's one thing I miss about. So we used to live in Woodstock, mm-hmm. and we lived probably like a mile from the downtown okay. square. Like if you went through the woods, and so we could just listen to the music from, you know, oh, yeah. our house. And Which, Woodstock has a lot of places they play now. Yeah, the Mad Life's awesome. That's um, they have, you know, a lot of great bands and. And they had the two venues, right? They had the mm-hmm. indoor where you pay, and then they had the one the, outdoor where you can just get some food and yeah, stuff. The and patio where yeah. they got them playing. And I know they do a lot of uh, local bands there. Oh yeah. And they they take the like the big touring bands and the cover bands and or tribute bands, whatever you want to call them now, and put them in inside. Yeah. Because I played on the Mad Life stage when they did the unsigned artist showcase and do it, have people come play. Yeah. And that was always fun. Yeah, the last one I saw in there was uh, Grounds Crew. Okay. Yeah. I just did their album review. Yeah. For the, yeah. the shitty music for bad people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I laugh at Chip. Have you met them yet? Have you talked to them? Yeah. Yeah. I've interviewed them. Have you? So, yeah. They are funny. Yeah. They are hilarious. And them and the, the relics. They're like, mm-hmm. like, you know, almost like sister bands, you know, like, yep. you know, and um, I always tell them they both need to like do like a super group and, you know, do an album together. You know, right. Because, you know, obviously they, the guitars for relics is the Same drummer. Guitars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The drummer now. Yeah. Okay. For the uh, grounds crew, but um, they're all so talented. Yeah, their relics uh, bass player is just amazing. And so, I've played um, when we were playing a thing in, in Sandy Springs um, at the at the high school at Sprayberry. The guy I can't remember his name. Is it Sean? He's the or is it the other? Sean. Sean's and, the guitarist. Sean's the guitar. What is his? What's the what's the drummer's name? I can't think of his name right now. Carlos. No, Carlos is the bass player for the grounds, grounds crew. crew. Sean Sean's plays, the drummer for. And, yeah. Yes. Sean's drummer for Grounds Crew. Yes. Yeah, and he's a guitarist for, for the Relics. Yes. So the, the Relics were playing um, when we were playing. So we went on last, but they were playing. It's like, hey, I know, I know you. I saw you playing, and that's we started talking about the Relics yeah. too, because uh, Joseph and then put their songs on the the countdown and they hit number one, and then they actually re- their song actually got retired, 
and the grounds crew actually their song came on this week. This is premiered this week. Oh, okay. And Chip goes, I guess we didn't make it. I'm like, Chip, you just got on. <laughs> you, it, you gotta you gotta promote it. Is Sit it out. Is it too late to vote for it? Or? No, you got all week. All right. I'll be week. voting for it. <laughs> they're one both of them are one of my favorite bands here. So yep. um there are just so many. I mean, um Ugly Smile, they're really good. You mm-hmm. check them out. Um I mean they're just there's too many. I can't name them all. So, <laughs> and and we'll forget, guys. So if we forget your name, it's not that we don't like you. It's just that we can't remember. <laughs> yeah. And um, I've only done 20 podcasts so far, and like, you know, I get them all mixed up. So. Oh yeah, and there's more than 20 bands here in Georgia. Oh, I mean, I'm my Instagram pretty much is, I would say 90 percent of my Instagram um, people I'm following mm-hmm. are local bands. Okay. And it's I'm like over four no like 700. I think I'm up to 700 people I'm following. Okay. So like 100 might not be bands. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, I mean, there's something. Like I do Nashville. I do try to do the Southeast. Okay. Um, like Stephanie Ryan, she's Maine, but she plays out in she's Nashville. I think so. I thought she was in North Carolina. I think it's Maine. Okay. But, um, but you know, she's always in Nashville playing. Right. So to me, you know, it's still. Three-hour drive from here to Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's an hour from Chattanooga, so. So I'm think the next thing I'm thinking about doing is a podcast called um, Not So Local Bands. Okay. And um, so it'd be like out of the country, like Australia and Europe and stuff like that. Oh, out of, oh, out of so it'd be kind of like they're still local bands for their area, but right. but you know that's that's pretty cool. And if I get asked that a couple of times, like, well, you do the Georgia Songbirds? Does it have to be local Georgia? I'm like, no. I said I started it because I knew the Georgia scene. You know, I. I'll reach out to here, see who wants to talk to me, but it could be anywhere. Yeah. So, and I know they're out there. I know Europe has a big section of, of rockers and stuff. And then even Canada, you start reaching in Canada. There's so many people up there that play. I don't know about the bands cause I've all, all I get so far has been like countryside, but I, I mean, I imagine if that's that big of a scene up there, it's gotta be rock too. I'm sure they got bands everywhere. Yeah. And that's what I started. I felt, I felt like I had to do just like Georgia. You know, because it was called local, uh, right? You know, interview or whatever, band interview, and I was talking. My moderator Scott Reeves, he's like, you know, local also means just like your local band. You know, it's right. like it doesn't have to be just from Georgia. I was like, that's true, because I I turned down one, which I didn't turn it down. It was like a California band. They contacted me and they're like, hey, can we do? I was like, well, we really do Georgia. You know, now I kind of wish, you know. Right. So well, reach them out. Say, hey, we're starting to broaden out. And if you want to come back on, I'd love to have you. Because yeah. I had a band from Pittsburgh. I think it was Pittsburgh. Uh, Mojo Hand. They, uh, the guy came on. They do, they're like a Grateful Dead sounding kind of band. They do like a lot of jam stuff. Oh, you nice. reach out to them too. They're, they're good guys. Yeah, I'll have to get you to write that down later. And yeah. I'll definitely. So. Absolutely. So I know because today we've got, uh, you got time because you got kids like running around and stuff too. I understand. So we'll get you to play a couple songs. Because you you like to play too, you like music, so we'll get you in here, and then uh, ask you a couple questions. And I said, if you ever want to do like the "Have You Heard" section, I would love to do one like that. If you show me how to use the stream art, we can do it live. And then the way I normally do that is, I will I will share the um, Spotify play, and we'll play it off Spotify or Reverb wherever they have it, and we basically just go back and forth. And like, here's a song. Maybe have you heard this band? And there's a song, and play it back and forth. So it's fun. Okay. So let's get you some music. You brought your, your guitar with you. Yeah, you might have to do a lot of editing on that. <laughs> <laughs> I have done editing before. <laughs> like, yeah, don't use that part. Don't. 
Oh, I get that. I haven't got it a lot. I have got it a couple times. I'm like, come on now. I've just edited it and done it. <laughs> yeah, because we were talking earlier while you were tuning in that about the, the studio. You see, I'm building a studio. I've got the insulation up. I've got a couple panels up. I still got a long way to go, but I'm doing it by myself, so it takes time and, and money. So I run out of that. <laughs> That's right. I just got this guitar for Christmas, and it was got it. And it was in tune when I first played it. Mm -hmm. You know, it might have been a little flat or a little sharp, but it was, all the strings were the same. <laughs> yep. I never had a really great acoustic. They're always, like, kind of crappy. So I was like, you know what? I want to get myself a decent acoustic. Oh, yeah, I love guitars. I, I have too many. I got that one for Christmas, too. My, my Kepma. I love the flat black. Yeah, that's what I kind of liked about this, too. He's got himself a Martin guitar. I don't have a Martin yet. It's coming. So in tune. I've never been able to tune by ear. I don't know why. Like, I can a little bit, but I never can get it perfect. No, I can't either. My sister's a professional musician, and so is her um, son, and, like, they just... Their, their ear is amazing, and, like... I just can't do it. I don't know. Like, Maybe. I'll play along with people, and I'll watch what they're playing, and I still like, right, what key are we in? Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes like, what key are you in? Oh, yeah, I don't know how to play it either. I so said, go ahead. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just tinker with it. So what song you want to do for us, Chris? Oh, I don't I don't have a song, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, we'll play it away. I mean, I can just jam. I don't know. <laughs> Now, do you write any songs too? Do you play? Do you write? I've just... written riffs and stuff, but not whole songs. You know. Okay. Um, I don't know. I just we'll play one of your riffs. If you remember it. <laughs> no, probably not. But... <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm going to play is um, two songs that my boys and I play together a lot. So the first one's "Welcome to the Jungle." Parker and I used to play this all the time. Um, it was back when he first started learning to play drums and stuff we would play this song all the time and then the second song is in bloom and uh both my boys and i play this song a lot and we enjoy it and it's a pretty fun song so i'll just play some snippets of those two rusty on that song it's been a while since i played that song so the next song i'm going to play is in bloom so 
That was a little rusty too. And um, that was just a little abbreviated version of Emblue. Yeah, see, I can't. I have a hard time like with the with my pinky playing because because the way I, I I can do it if it's closed, but when you stretch it out, my hands just don't want to stretch that way. And I was like, oh, I could never learn to do it. So like when they play like the power chords, it always is like I can't do that. So I always play like the more the rhythm, and I love more rhythm stuff. That's just when I learned to play a song. I can't ever play it the way that they play it. I play it my way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I have to. <laughs> and it takes me forever to learn songs, and that's one of my downfalls. And and then playing live, I kind of get nervous and screw like now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, tell everybody then uh, about your studio, your all your uh, website stuff like that, and then we'll get into the questions that that don't pertain to music. Okay. Because um, I know you're on a time limit, so I want to make sure that I get all the stuff in for you, and you get to tell everything. I want to thank you, by the way, Chris, for coming up. I yeah, know yeah. we've been trying this for a while, and we both, our lives are just, you got kids, I've got kids, you you do your stuff with the podcast, I do this, so I know it's kind of hard to, to get together. Yeah, and like today, like yesterday it rained, or was it Thursday, Friday, it rained all day, so mm-hmm. baseball evals got pushed yep. till Sunday, and so that kind of screwed things up. But but yeah, so you want to talk about the studio? Yeah, and, go ahead and tell it, like all your uh, social media, your website, stuff like that for the for the studio so they can find you. All right, so Instagram is Picks and Sticks MS um, is my Instagram, and then the YouTube is Picks and Sticks uh, Music Studio. Okay, and um, it's like a looks like two drumsticks crossed, you know, for the logo yep. and like a pick. My wife did the logo. I about to say who did this? Good, it's a good logo. Yeah, she's a very very talented graphic designer, and she owns her own um, you know business. She's a freelancer, and um, but she never has time to do any of my stuff. <laughs> so that's where the Canva comes in. I used Canva. <laughs> she's got all this fancy stuff, and like, can you please just do a logo for me? And she's like, she spit it out in like five minutes. I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Here, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I understand she's got paying clients, and I'm not a paying client. So. <laughs> Now, does she do like merch stuff too, or is it just like designed for like uh, websites? And- she, she um, basically freelances for other like design companies. Okay, um, but she does from website to um, she, she does everything. She's okay. like um, she's done billboards, you know, oh, wow. like for big, huge, you know, uh, venues and stuff like that. And she's done. Um, you know, she used to do a lot of General Mills stuff when she wasn't freelance because she worked for a company that did a lot of that stuff. So a lot of the stuff that's in the stores and stuff like that. And I mean, she does everything. She's so talented. That's cool. So, well, tell them, I said, do you have a website for that on yours? For, for your No, studios? I do not. I do not have a website. That's okay. the, where I'm lacking on that. But, uh, but yeah, you can get a hold of me on Instagram. You want to do an interview or anything, just, you know, message me through Instagram and, and, um, that's how I roll. Yep. And the, uh, I try to do other videos on the YouTube channel as well. I like, I'm about to release that Martin. I just got, I'm about to release a little video on that little demo of it. Okay. Um, I've done some other electric guitars I have and some amps and stuff, but my main thing is I want to do, you know, the, the interviews right with, with local bands and stuff. That's just kind of more, if I do some more of this product stuff and it brings more followers to my channel mm-hmm. and then it just helps promote the bands even more because they get seen by more people so I, i'm gonna have to admit i'm horrible with youtube 
I mean, the, what I do is I put like the videos for the countdown. I kind of mix them with iMovie and then I'll stick them up there. I'm, I only do so much, but, or I'll, I'll do like live. Like when I do like the bands and stuff, we'll do like a live, the last song we'll do live and I'll post it. But I always do it on Facebook and I never think to move it to, to YouTube because again, my internet is so crappy. I could probably learn some more stuff from you on that. Like the stream art stuff, I'd love if you show me how to do that because I would. That would be probably the next step in what I do, especially for the "Have You Heard," you know, so that people can can say, "Hey, listen to this," and we'll play it, or they can request a song that maybe we haven't heard. Yeah, and you can. Um, the only bad thing about Streamyard is you there you can't have it go to Instagram. Oh, okay. So it'll go to Facebook and it'll do YouTube, but it won't do Instagram. Okay. I don't know why, but. Probably because it's like reels. They probably push more reels than, than anything else. I, yeah, would, I would imagine. I mean, I don't even think you can go live on a computer on Instagram. I think you have to use your phone and stuff like that. So oh, I, I, uh, that's true. Because yeah. I'm trying to think. If I've, I've, done, I've done live on Facebook, but the problem I had with them was at Instagram. One of them only gives you an hour. I think it was Instagram. I have done a live, I think, but it's Instagram that you do. And that was like, okay, that makes me feel rushed. I go, look at this, let's get, let's get, you know, and then, but I haven't, I haven't tried since. Like I use, when I do live, I just do it through, um, I use, I was using Riverside FM, Mm -hmm. which is a good thing for podcasters because what it would do is it would record my audio and it records their separate from their computer. And then I just get an email of their audio and it works. It does video too. But the only problem with them is that they would, it only works on Google Chrome right now. So, like, if they have a Mac, they would actually have to log into Google Chrome to to get the link. They couldn't use it from Safari. So, that's kind of like StreamYard. So, StreamYard, if you're on a Mac computer, mm-hmm. laptop or computer, you have to use Chrome okay. um, or or Firefox or whatever. You can't use um, – it doesn't like uh, Safari. I wonder why. I don't know. but Unless they've fixed it recently. But um, when I first started using it, you know, I could, you know. So everybody, you know, like use Chrome, but I found a lot of people like Chrome better than Safari for some reason. But anyway, um, but it was confusing because then people would go use their phone and it only wants to use Safari on the phone and not, I'm like, oh my gosh, make it be right. Which one? Yeah. So it's kind of funny that it actually works on Safari on the phones. Oh, it would work. Yeah. It's like, it's like the opposite of it. I don't get it. Listening to what I I like listening. It was the same. I just use Zoom now. It's the same monthly payment as a Zoom. But the audio was so much better because Zoom is kind of fades in and out. That's what I use now for the guest when I do uh, like overseas or when they're right. here. And I just, it's, the sound quality is bad. So what I normally do on that is I would just, the good thing is I could share. Like I would, I could share the screen. So like I would do like a FaceTime with somebody or a Zoom call. And then I would share my screen so they could see the Spotify. And we would listen and it would put the audio in. And I would go back later and just chop it and put a better version of it in. But it's it drove me crazy with the other stuff because I wanted to, I wanted better audio. And the one interview that I got really, that I got to work really well with William Neesmith from North Carolina, his did. The only problem I had, I learned from it was he has to wait before it uploads before he hangs up and then I'll get it. Otherwise he has to go back and actually send me the, the actual audio track. Hmm. So it was a little weird. It's great quality, but it's weird how to work. So there is, so, um, my kids and I used to take uh, lessons from Brian Bisky. I don't know if you know who he is. Mm-hmm. He's um, plays in a lot of um, pretty big bands here, like with um, John Driscoll Hop and Hop- Hopkins, okay. and like uh, Ed Rollins with you know um, 
Anyway, it doesn't matter. So we would do lessons through Zoom with him once the pandemic hit. And um, there's a lot of buried settings in there that make it where the sound comes in a lot better. Okay. Because there's a lot of things where it wants to um, get rid of um, echo cancellation yeah. and stuff like that. Well, the problem is it's suppressing like acoustic guitars or drums or, or anything, mm -hmm. right? It's, uh, oh, this is too much. I'm going to suppress it. Um, so there's if you turn that off, it like comes in so much better. I think that's, and while we're talking, well, no, I can't go to recording. I can pull it up and see, but I think I found that because it's like on audio settings and you take off the, because I think I had it on auto, so it automatically did that stuff. So yeah. I think I put it on low and it kept the sound quality a little bit better. Then yes. it's just basically your, your internet connection, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and the same with StreamYard. There's like, you always, you know, make the people wear headphones and then have them turn off the echo cancellation if they're going to perform. Mm -hmm. Um but I've had it where, like, you know, Stephanie Ryan, when I interviewed her, she performed, and it came out great, but she didn't have headphones, or she just, you know, couldn't wear them at the time or yeah. whatever. And so we would just have her, like, turn the cancellation off when she performed then turn it back on, you know. Okay. But there's a lot of little tricks, but Zoom has that same feature, so you just have to turn that off, and it comes uh, out a lot better. I but I know what you're exactly talking about. It comes out real compressed, and yep. it, it, yeah. When we do the end is you can show me because I think I have it on there. I'm, I think I have it right now, set the right way it's supposed to be. But the I don't I don't mess with it while they perform because before I did I did on auto and it automatically did that. Yeah. So I'm learning. Like I said, I'm not computer savvy. The fact that I can get a podcast and any of this stuff to work right, guys, you don't understand. It's a miracle. It, it's a flat out miracle. Yeah. And then um, on our YouTube channel, we have things where we started building the studio. You know, mm -hmm. like well tearing apart the studio do the time lapse thing on it yeah pretty much we'll do like you know put sound you know like music to it and like yeah do the time lapse and then talk about it and stuff like that so i think there's five episodes of that and okay. we're now just starting to actually put it back together so it it should get pretty fun here so and, and it's it's, it's uh, picks and stick studio on youtube too right it's the same channel i mean same. it's all the same channel all the interviews product uh stuff the studio build um that's all have you found a way to promote yourself or get more listeners because i guess I'm, I'm horrible with youtube so have you got a kind of way to get that the numbers up yet just like so what i do if anybody ever wants to do interview i always like sometimes they'll like, hey, well, can we do one tomorrow i'm like no it doesn't work like that like i want to give them a week okay. time to be able to like push it out there so so i always do sundays at eight o'clock is live right you know when i when i do have them and like say like monday or tuesday i'll start putting it out there i'll put screen grabs i'll do stories instagram stories you know facebook everything and every day i just send something out hey doing an interview with this person and just really hammer it okay and then so the time you know the interview comes around their fans and a lot of a lot of the bands they'll share it as well right right so time the interview comes out we got a lot of people in the chats and stuff questions and that's what we want is a lot of yeah. you know interaction with fans and stuff so i think it's probably mine as i as i set so many people ahead of time that it's like i don't have time to actually promote past when it comes because because i do it different i record it like your episode will be out in a few weeks i've got uh i think two or three people in front of you so i, I record the audio and i set it out then it gives them time to, to promote it but i usually tell them like a day ahead and then it's more of once it's out then promote it i never think about doing it beforehand i probably should 
Well, it's a little different though, because you're you're not doing it live, right. right? So you can promote yours all you want afterwards, but it's very important for me to have that interaction during the interview, mm -hmm. the live interview. So I want to really promote it beforehand, because um, after it's done, I'll you know I'll throw out a couple, like be like, hey, thanks so much for you know doing this interview with me, and right. like you know post it out there if you missed it it was really great because you can watch it after the fact it's yep. live you know um you just can't ask the band questions right but <laughs> good but they're not gonna see it but you know like i said like maddie anderson you know we we did it and you know she had probably like 20 people and they're asking questions and stuff and um you know we got like maybe 150 views or something like that and but then i gave it to her mm -hmm. and then she promoted it on her end like it's a you know she had like 2000 views so yeah I think, like I said before, have you heard? I, I kind of that's what I want to go because, like, you now I started a radio station for the Georgia Songbirds, and right now it's on auto DJ, so it just plays all the songs. Like everybody's sending their music, it's in there plus songs that I like, just kind of hit songs too. Because I know with singer songwriters, sometimes people would get bored listening to just singer songwriters, so there's tons of different different ones in there too. I mean, I've got Heavy D and the Boys in there, you know, and I've got. John Cafferty and Chris Stapleton, but I've got majority, I'd say it's probably five to one songwriters versus a hit, but I did that. But the, have you heard, like I said, I would love to, to do it live and set something up because I schedule it on same Sundays, Sundays. And right. I hadn't set a time yet because it's Jordan right now is on it. Um, and have that live where they can ask questions or even, even request stuff. So I said, I'll, I'll have to learn that from you because I haven't, I haven't even tried it yet. I've tried to go, live on Facebook a couple times and it's more of like studio or telling them something's coming on. So I got, I know I got to get better at that part. Yeah. And I love your, your, uh, top 10 thing. And like, I was like, Oh, I'd love to do that. And I was like, no, nah, I don't, I'm not going to do that. Cause you do that, you know, but well, you could do it too. No, I mean, no, it doesn't matter to me. No, I know. I know. Um, but, um, yeah, definitely. I'll help you with that live though. It'd be good. And, and that's see that's that's the same people and like I've had that problem come up before is I was doing something and I think the name had had something their name had it, and they got all pissy about it and I won't throw names out there I should because it kind of pissed me off but <laughs> the, it was like the the Warps songwriter or something I don't remember now it was an actual show I did in, in Marietta that was doing an open mic challenge not open yeah kind of open mic challenge Chip was actually in there the grounds crew oh, awesome. he went to the finals he didn't win but he did get pretty far. And I named it and initially the same thing as this other series that they did that wasn't even active anymore. And the guy got pissy and texted me, hey, you need to change that. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you name it the same thing as ours. I was like, okay. I said, first of all, you don't own the word songwriter. It's everywhere. Yeah. I said, I can change the last name. I don't care because it doesn't matter to me. You know, what's, right. what's the big deal? Like I said, so I don't mind if you do a top ten. You're not going to offend me in any way, uh, unless you call it the Georgia Songbirds. Like, wait, you can't do that. <laughs> Uh, I started doing like a Friday night uh, live thing on Instagram mm -hmm. where I was like doing um, like promoting the songs that come out that day and like where people are playing. It, it's just so hard to do. I wish I, I, I want to be able to do that because I want to be like, hey, this band's playing here this weekend. You know, this band's playing you know, over here and, right. and, you know, get I, I really want to do that. I, I need to start trying to do that more. But when I come home from work on Friday like that's last thing I wanted to do. oh anyway so one of them I had shadowed you out about something I can't remember what it was but I 
totally said it wrong. I, I said Georgia Songbird. No, Soundbirds. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I just totally just deleted it because <laughs> I said your name wrong. <laughs> I've been called worse. <laughs> it, it's funny when somebody says Georgia Songbirds, they know me from that. I've had it a couple of times. I had it over at Big Door. I'm sitting there and I was talking to one of the, the guys in the back that was doing the wine. And I'm, I, I was trying to get like some kind of um, songwriter showcase there. You know, I was like, you want to do something like that? It'd be kind of cool. I was like, yeah, I run the Georgia Songbirds. I know people. He goes, oh, you're the Georgia. I just listened to the Cody Bowden episode. He said, that was so cool. I was like, yeah. It's like, so can I get in? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you got to talk to this guy. And I was like, all right. So I've never heard anything back from it. Yeah. I listened about three years this week. Just, to, I mean, I've listened to you all the time, but this week I've listened to a couple more. I wanted to listen to the Grounds Crew one because, you know, we, that's kind of, kind of in common. And that one was one of my favorites it was so fun because normally when i do an album review it doesn't go that way those guys kind of we just took off and we started talking about other things too and i was i was trying to direct them to talk about the music but i was having so much fun just talking with them because chip is hilarious you know and it's that's, that's fun there's a guy you would love john juan okay check him out he he, he has um his group i don't know if they're still a group anymore or not but it's the um Space Angels. Okay. That was probably one of the best interviews I've done. They're just, they were just cracking me up the whole entire time. Je- definitely check that interview out if anybody wants to, because it was definitely fun. They're, yeah. But John Juan, he's, he's he's a character. Yep. So definitely check him out. He does a lot of solo stuff. Okay. So Yeah. I'll, and and he's, he's North Georgia, too. Send him my way. If he wants to come on a show, I'd love to have him. Yeah. I can, you can do a live interview or we can do digital, because I know some people prefer digital. But whatever wants, and I'll, I'll see if I can reach out to him too. Because I reach out to people, guys. You don't understand. We both do the same thing. Is like some people are afraid to ask you to come on a show. I get that, you know. But you got to kind of get over that step. But that's a step in the process of becoming a better artist, better songwriter. Is put yourself out there. If they say no, don't get your feelings hurt. It happens. But don't be afraid to ask. And so right. I'll reach out to people because I'll get stuff lined up and then by the time I, and it never fails I'll reach out to somebody and then I got three people calling me it's like hey can I come? yeah let's do this I can't do that day let's, okay let's do that one and then I set it up and if I don't put it in my calendar I will completely forget I'll completely forget it's yeah. crazy my, my mind and my memory is so bad I write everything I've got to that point where if I go to the grocery store I have a list if I don't go off that list if it's not on the list you ain't getting it because I don't remember it yeah <laughs> I I'll I'll have a list and I'll still go home and <laughs> dang I never grabbed that. I, I did that the other day. I had a list and my wife called me in the middle of it. It was on my phone. I said, "You know you're going to mess me up. I'm going to forget something." And I'll be damned if I didn't forget it because I was supposed to cook dinner because I do most of the cooking. She cooks sometimes, but she wanted me to cook uh, a pot roast, and so I needed like the beef stock. I completely forgot that. I got everything else but that. I'm like, son of a bitch. I said. I had vegetables, so I, I made what I could out of it, and it still took me like an hour or two hours to cook it. But she's like, here, cook this. And it's like 5.30. I was like, you know what time it is, right? <laughs> I was like, all right. Speaking of the time, what time is it? It's uh, 12.04. So, oh, we're good. Yep. I'll ask you a couple questions because I know you go. Yeah. You know no, where we're, we're good, though. Do you have uh, got to tell us a hidden talent? Oh, my gosh. I knew that was coming, too. You knew it was coming. If you listen to my show, I asked that everybody. I started something different. You may not have heard it yet. I mean, to my listeners, my hidden talent, maybe, like, I mean, friends and family know, but, like, I was a, you know, really good baseball player, pitcher. Um, I'd say really good. I, 
I was good. But um, yeah, I mean, my listeners don't know that, I guess. But well, that's the talent. How fast could you throw? The, what's the fastest you ever threw the ball? Oh, uh, low eighties. You say low eighties like it's nothing. <laughs> I could never. I couldn't get it past sixty. I, I did football, but I don't know what it was. Sixty was the highest I could throw it. Yeah, I'm just. I guess I had a, a weak ass over. <laughs> I mean, maybe when I was past high school and I played adult baseball, I might have been hitting 85. But I I hurt my arm pretty young. Did you? uh, I was like 22, and then had surgery probably like five years later. And oh. but by that time, you know, I'm older. <laughs> but <laughs> but like my son, he's already throwing. You know, hitting 80 as a as a freshman. So is, it's just crazy. Is it technique more than anything to get it going that fast? No, it's it's just like sprinters, right? Either you're you can run really fast or you can't. Mm-hmm. It's throwing is the same way. You you can get your mechanics can help, you know, five miles an hour or so. Okay. Strength is gonna help, you know, another five miles an hour, you know. But it's either you can throw it hard or you can't. Yeah. There's you know It's straight, right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, it's a picture you don't really want it to go straight, but yeah. That curve. My, my uh, grandfather used to show me like the placements on the ball with the curve and the knuckle and all that stuff. So I remember as a kid, and I, I love to throw that, but and it's more like me just grabbing a ball now and throwing it. I can get it just maybe 50, 60 miles an hour. That's as fast as I'm going to get it, but I've never thrown it, thrown it. You know, football, it's different. Football, I could throw harder. I could throw it so hard, but with a baseball, and if you think baseball being smaller, I could throw it harder and just fast, but whatever. All right. <laughs> I'm mass backwards, people. <laughs> Uh, what is your favorite artist? Since we do a lot of music, uh, I know you have local ones. Some of your favorites. What's your favorite artist that's not a local? Probably, probably Guns N' Roses and Foo Fighters. Okay. Yeah, I've, definitely that. But I mean, I love them all. I mean, Ozzy Osbourne and um, Tom Petty. Like I was listening. We have Tom Petty radio on satellite radio or whatever. I listen to that yeah. all the time. Beatles, mm-hmm. but GNR and Foo Fighters are probably my like. You know, I don't what do you call them, like band crush or something. Oh, yeah, <laughs> mine probably be like the Eagles. I love the Eagles, I grew up on the Eagles. See, I never really, I mean, I I love them separately, I just never really liked them together. I don't know, it's really, yeah. I, I mean, they're, yeah, I mean, I like their songs, I'm not, yeah. you know, but I just can't afford it. Well, now, most of them are grown now, but I can't afford their, their ticket prices when I wanted oh, to go. It's crazy, it's so high. So if you know what we're doing, guys, this is like a format 20 questions. I got this from a, a listen to another podcast, and I, I got to get their name so I can give them a shout out. Uh, I think it's like Country Women Band or something. It's 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 something that they do like Country Women. It's like a women's podcast that was, mm. I thought was pretty cool. So who would play you in the movie of your life? Um, My wife would say Pat, Patrick Dempsey. Um <laughs> When he was younger, back in the '80s, it would kind of look similar, but I don't know. I don't what was that movie? Was um, "Can't Buy Me Love"? But was he on yes, that one? Yes, yes. And um, what was the one? Um, he was the pizza delivery guy. What was the name of that movie? Uh, and he was basically become a gigolo to get himself through through school. It was like Kirstie Alley and the guy that played Mel in Mel's Diner. Mystic Pizza or something like that. It was, he he delivered pizza. It was, oh, why can I not think of the name of that? It was, um, I don't remember. I'll I'll, I'll know when we're done talking. (laughs) It'll come to me because I I can't think of it. Or we're talking, I'll shout, oh, I remember now. (laughs) Okay. See, like I have a whole list of stuff and like, this is fun. Always different things about music. Mm -hmm. We love music. That's a good question. I'm going to have to steal that question. Absolutely. I'll steal it. (laughs) Actually, it's funny. When I I did that, I I got the idea from her. I was like, I'm going to Google it. 
And I Googled it, and some of the questions she asked was on the Google part of 20 questions. Like, ah, I know where she got that. That's pretty cool. All right, so what is your guilty pleasure? Mm, I don't know. Whiskey. No. Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, probably probably whiskey. whiskey. <laughs> Do you have a favorite whiskey that you drink? Oh, it's a bourbon. A bullet. Bullet? Yeah. They got some uh, Jesse James that I drink. A lot, but I stick mainly like to Jack for like my favorite. My favorite drink is a uh, Lynchburg lemonade, mm-hmm. and I always go to ask when I go to like to ask for a Lynchburgs. They never know how to make it. I've came across maybe one in fifty that know how to make it. I have to tell them every time I go to the to like Olive Garden or a restaurant. I was like, yeah, okay, this is how you make a Lynchburg lemonade: is you take Jack Daniels triple sec, and you put a Sprite on the top, so and it's sweet and sour, of course, and then right. you top it with Sprite, and that's a Lynchburg lemonade. I have to try that. And I, I went to, um, I, I took, like, became like a, I don't know what they call it, a mixologist, a bartender, basically. So they put, like, an, an, anagrams, anonyms, what they call it. But it's it's Jack, Trip Sharon, Stone. And that's how you make Lynchburg. Oh, name. cool. Jack, triple set, Sharon, Stone. So it's sweet and sour, and then you top it with Sprite. Right. So there's, I don't know what you call those things. I never learned it till later. But My go-to is uh, um, old-fashioned. Old-fashioned. I've never had an old fashioned. Oh, they're good. I love mojitos, but they gotta be done right. Yeah, old fashioned's just simple. It's um, simple syrup, <laughs> um, bourbon, and um, uh, bitters. Oh, okay, yeah. you put bitters in it. So yeah. that's like when they do um, the uh, not the margaritas. The uh, we started talking about other stuff and just lost my. I've completely lost my mind. The uh, like the long not the Long Islands. The, the drinks in a glass with the olives. Why can I not think of their names? Martinis? Martinis. But they yeah. put like the, the bitters and stuff with it. It's like straight gin and bitters. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> and my, my wife likes vodka uh, martinis, but we just do olive juice and vodka. And, Bottom. Yeah, yeah, shake it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. All right. So we got the hidden talent and stuff like that. So And you don't really sing, so some of these don't, don't do it, but you like to hear You like to play. So what are three items on your bucket list? Um, probably go to Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know Hawaii, <laughs> but like, like an action item. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'd really have to think about that. That's, that's a tough one, right? That's sad that I don't know. <laughs> you, you, my my one of my items on bucket list would be to fulfill my wife's bucket list. How about that's that? Cool. Okay, so do you, what's, what's something you can tell on her? Is it like I know she wants to travel a lot, and okay. like we, you know, we haven't, you know, she wants to go overseas and stuff like that, and we just haven't done it. So I, I need to make that happen. But my wife wants to hike like the Appalachian Trail. That's like on her bucket list. I'm like, I'm not gonna hike, but I'll tell you what, I'll get a van and I'll put my recliner in there and I'll go up and down the East Coast playing shows and I'll pick you up wherever you want. Because <laughs> because we have to wait till she retires before she, we can do it, which. She works for the sheriffs and she's in the army, so she's got time, you know, set. So the kids graduate in like five years. So five years when we start, we'll still be decently young. But I was like, I don't want to spend my fifties walking up a damn mountain. I lived <laughs> in a mountain my whole life. I said, <laughs> that's just for you. But that's that's sad. That's a, that question. Like, I should be able. To, I want to do this. I want to do that. But like, I've done a lot in my life. Right. And, you know, I you know, um, I've been pretty active and. Yeah, I don't really want to skydive. I mean, sure, it would be kind of cool, but right, it's not 
a priority. You no, know? You were, oh, I know when I was young, I wanted to ride a bull. That was one of mine. I want to ride a bull. So I rode a mechanical bull first. I was sore for two weeks, and I didn't last more than maybe two seconds on that damn thing before I flipped off the head. I was like, okay, maybe I don't want one that's going to chase me when I land. Yeah. <laughs> I changed. You get older, you change. You do a lot of stuff. So, you know, there's places you want to see. Like, I'd love to go to Ireland. I'd love to go to Australia. You know, I've, I've been to Paris, and I've been to Germany because my wife's from Germany. So I've been to Europe, and it's a, it's fun. So you, you guys will have a good time. I will tell you this. Paris is not what it's like in the movies. When we went there, it was so nasty, especially around the train stations. So I guess I'm sure there's part of it that's nice. But don't stay around the train station like we did because I was like, we're gotta be. We got, I'm 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 really bad on timing, so I want to do this and this and this at time. I'm like schedule it. So we stayed at the Holiday Inn next to the train train station, and it was like Drug Central. So <laughs> it was bad. That and a bus station. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. Well, I know you got to go. So uh, tell everybody one more time, Chris, where they can find you, all your information, what you do. So um, it's Picks and Sticks Music Studio on YouTube. It's Picks and Sticks MS on uh instagram and it's i'm not sure what it is on facebook it's picks and sticks but mm-hmm. um yeah it's pretty easy to find like the logo it's drumsticks with the little pick in the middle it's kind of a silhouette of a pick but yeah that's about it <laughs> i want to thank you for coming on the show yeah thank I, you I've and, had a good time and you're definitely invited let's let's do something uh, like i said you know i do sunday nights and stuff and okay. if you want to do about your stuff or you want to do i know you're in a band too right mm-hmm. so we could do your band too or or we do both <laughs> you'd never get the whole band on there i can't even get them to show up for practice <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i would love to i would definitely well you can at least talk about it stuff. yeah absolutely because yeah. I, I don't i you hear the podcast i talk about them all the time you know because it's i like the band i play i mean i prefer doing this and writing music that's my thing i mean but i, I don't mind playing out and going stuff too but yeah, I'll definitely come on the show and we'll talk. And like I said, I would love to have do the Have You Heard and we'll set up a uh, a video version of it if you want so we can go back and forth. And can you share the screen on that stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we'll we'll definitely do that. We'll try that. We'll do like a test run and see how it works if you want. Yeah, I got to figure out how to be able to share both our screens. Um, I think I can set up multiple. I know Scott's already a moderator where he can like manipulate stuff while I'm Okay. Even though he's not with me, you know, right. he's, he's somewhere else. So I'm sure I could probably add you to it or maybe take his away for a week and okay. add you or whatever. Yeah. So. Or he, if he wants to jump on and he can think fat away or just tell me I do it either way. I don't care. We'll, yeah. we'll figure it out. So I, I know you got your baseball stuff. So Chris, I say call you Scott because you said Scott. Yeah. Hey, my, my mind goes a hundred <laughs> different directions. Chris, again, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thank so, you. So guys, this is the Georgia Songbirds and you've been listening with Chris from Picks and Stick Studio, and his episode will be here pretty soon. So go check his page out. He's got a lot of local bands, and he's starting to reach out from more than just Georgia, too. So if you want to be on there, go see him. Yeah, thanks for listening, and go straight home. Yep. Thanks, guys.